welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are booksmen. Yeah. Tim, let me tell you what's new in the world of books where I am. Where I am. Ooh. Okay, uh, this is great. Found. Breaking news. Breaking book news. I found, um, uh, I mean, I think you've seen firsthand uh, my apartment building. People will frequently leave books they no longer want in the in the lobby of the building i have seen that yes um i i picked up two books uh recently one of them i forget the name of Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh the other is uh that book screenwriting by sid field Ooh! but get this tim on the cover it's an updated version because it has information about screenwriting and computers. Oh, <laughs> yep. You can write. You can do screenwriting on a computer these days. Uh, apparently, you can. I don't know. I haven't read the whole book yet. I don't. Uh, but but it's good to know that it's been updated uh, to, to include the, that. Do you think the person who left that in your lobby became such a successful screenwriter that he didn't need that book anymore? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Maybe they've been holding on to this book for 20-something years. 20, 28 years, I think, this old this book was. Yeah, maybe they were like, well, I don't need this anymore. Um, now, and even like looking through it, it's like, man, this book must have been great in 1994. But like nowadays, I feel like, oh, this is like information that you couldn't find. Like, you know, screen, how like a screenplay's formatted and, and right. whatnot. And like, uh, and a lot of it seems to be that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, the programs just do all this. Yeah. And also, it's, there, yeah. and also, like, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, a one page um, sheet of paper can explain everything you need to know about screenplay formatting. Yeah. So, what else? What did you read the whole book yet? No. Nah, well, I, yeah. You know what? You're right, Tim. I haven't read the whole book yet. So, maybe there's, uh, Maybe there's some nuggets in there that I don't know about. I mean, it seems like a lot of it is like, uh, uh, you know, about how uh, like screenplays work and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Plots and characters and stuff. Plots, characters, you know, whether you need one or both of them to make a screenplay good. I've I've finally come to the uh, conclusion Mm -hmm. or the acceptance I don't think I'd be able to write a good screenplay. Why not? Well, I it's because I'm not. I don't have any experience doing it. I've never tried doing it. But I always thought, like, eh, I bet I could write a movie that would get sold, <laughs> like, uh, sold in the room. You know, like I'd have a spec yeah. script and it would it would take Hollywood by storm. I don't think that would be the case. I think it would be like fine. I think it would like make sense and i think like a lot of like aspiring screenwriters are like weirdos who like yeah. trying to make things a little too complicated and the the the, the screenplay wouldn't make sense well i think but, that i think that might be all you know i i feel like that's become increasingly important just to like make things that make sense <laughs> and i think yeah. with the like level of output now the level of like uh you know streaming shows and movies being made that I think a lot of stuff are, is being picked up because it's just like, look, this is competent at least. <laughs> like, <laughs> like characters don't disappear and reappear. <laughs> uh, 
Right. Uh, unless it's yeah, well, that's going to be a problem, Tom, because my uh, my uh, books about a magician's assistant. Oh no! My screenplay yeah. is about a magician's assistant. <laughs> so, book. well, the yeah. book, and then you're she's always adapt disappearing it into a and then reappearing. Yeah, but it's part of the. It's an integral part of the plot. If yeah. I got rid of that, hold Tom. you vamp for a second. I'm going to go get uh, this book. <laughs> Tell everybody right. more about your screenplay. <laughs> It's a, uh, I should you know what uh, ooh, I got nothing to say look oh you can still hear me Tom yeah I well I still have I sorry I still have my headphones in so yeah okay. I, I could hear that you just went uh uh <laughs> Tim I had, to, I had to do this show for like two months without you and <laughs> I came up with more to yeah. do to go uh you put me on the spot there. I'm not good on the spot. Uh, the Foundations of Screenwriting, a step-by-step guide from concept to finished script. The cool thing is, Tim, as you can see, there's like a beat up, beat up old like used copy. It's yeah, got like multiple stickers on together. it. Is get this, Tim. I'm gonna walk into the room with this under my arm, and they're gonna be like, "Wow, mm-hmm. look at that old dog-eared copy of screenplay." Screenplay, took- not screenwriting by Sid Field. This guy must have been pouring over this for the last he's, 30 years. Yeah, he's taken the tenets laid out by Sid Field himself and really internalized them. Um, they're a part of his, they're, they're ingrained in his bones now. What is a screenplay? That's, hey, that's where the book starts. A pretty good place to start a book. Yeah. Uh, building a character, building a character, then creating a character. You think it would be the mm. other way around. Endings and beginnings, building the screen. You think that would be the other way around? Building the screenplay, writing the screenplay, writing with computers. Page two eighteen. Let's see. Let's let's see. You if this, love anything with a computer angle, Tom. Let's see if this is all is cracked te- up to Tom, be. Anybody ever tell you you're a real tech head? <laughs> real techie. Uh, once I heard one of my computers talking about the joys of writing with a computer. One of what? my computers. Why? When I asked why he liked it, no, wait, so hold on. Say that. Read that sentence again. <laughs> once I once I heard one of my students talking about the joys <laughs> of writing with a computer. You didn't say students the first time. You said <laughs> <What> computers. <laughs> you, Tom, you always got computers on the brain. We're very worried about you. When I asked why he liked it so much, he told me that when he was writing with a computer, he was writing 100% of the time. But when he was writing on a typewriter, he was writing only 25% of the time. And the rest of the time, he was retyping. Or he was, he was uh, going and putting it back to the one side and then typing until it dinged. Yeah, or or, <laughs> or you know, futzing around with the, with the whiteout. Yeah. Um, and ink all over his hands because he touched the, the the strip of ink. Oh, this talks about his experience. So I seriously started exploring the world of computers. I knew nothing about it, so I talked to friends, read ads in the paper, talked to people, uh, and went to huge chain stores, which drove me crazy because the sales people weren't interested in explaining their product. They only wanted to know what I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted. Well, that's why they were <laughs> asking, though. And I Tom, think if you I don't know why you, why are you why are you telling me this? Well, I think if you told them like I want a computer to write screenplays on, they'd be like, "Oh, okay, then we'll you know right. we're not going to well, sell you." That was you. so crazy at the time. What year was this? Nineteen ninety four. 
Um, I didn't know whether I should build my writing system around hardware or software, whether I should get an IBM or a Macintosh, whether hard disk or dual drive, or whether I wanted Microsoft Word or Word Perfect or Word Star. This guy is just padding his freaking book with this this freaking tale. Yeah, he's just just filling it up with uh, this mumbo-jumbo nonsense. Um, well, it sounds like uh, he settled on Word Perfect Six. <laughs> so, man, Tell- I use Word Perfect in in college. I, Nobody cares about I, computers. I, listen, I know you've heard about this, but Word Perfect had a feature. The version I used that you could tell it how many pages you needed something to fill. And it would make minute changes to the font size, the line spacing, the character spacing, the margins. You would never know. It was great. Yeah. I bet, I bet you would know if you've looked at it now. I mean, I bet if you put it side by side with one that hadn't been fucked with that way. <laughs> I bet that was So that was my one tactic in college. And then my other tactic was uh taking like a jpeg file and renaming it as a as a word document and sending that uh oh when you could submit uh yeah when you could submit online through email and then waiting a few days and then getting hearing like i i couldn't open it and being like ah it's probably this damn macintosh it's not compatible hold on i'll get you a a different version (laughs) And in the interim, you had written the paper? Yeah. Well, usually then I would start writing the actual paper. <laughs> How often did you pull that uh, that that trick? You know, it was like one of those emergency ideas I had, but by senior year, I think I just did it on like every paper. <sighs> I really wish I had applied myself in college. I wish you had too. Threw away a lot of money. And now this is where I am yeah. here with you doing this. You ain't even have I to go to be, college. I should be the CFO of Tesla. Yeah. You, you, Tim, you, you didn't even have to graduate high school to be doing this, to be honest well, with you. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, half of this podcast is rereading books we didn't read in high school <laughs> <laughs> and just paying a little more attention. <laughs> Um, I never had to read any of, like, we didn't, the, the Hobbit wasn't a thing. Is that taught in, like, school curriculum? Sometimes. I, I believe I remember it being on, like, summer reading lists. The summer reading lists were a little more loose with, uh, with. Yeah. With stuff. But, but I feel like actually. There's, like, there's merit to these books, but it's not something that we feel it's necessary to, like, have every kid in the grade read. Right? Like. Yeah, I feel like uh, actually like the books we read in our curriculum were like pretty good as far as like, uh, I don't know, like introducing, uh, you know, more more complex writing as time went on and like getting us to like actually read uh, some of the classics. And like I do remember in high school, like genuinely liking some of the books that uh you know, were old books that by all accounts, like a teenager would be like, ah. What old books did you like? Tim, I liked A Separate Piece. Oh, that was a cool book. Yeah. See, I got really mad um, in the episode of The Simpsons where Homer's mom comes back um, and she and Lisa make fun of 
a separate piece. Oh, it re- what is that like? What season is that? They were just like uh, probably season seven, season eight. Okay, the episode of Mother Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just like oh, John Knowles. Was that the author? It sounds about right. Yeah. Um, sorry. Other than a separate piece, what else? Didn't he write like a sequel that was like Peace Breaks Out? Oh, really? I feel like that's the case. So I feel like we had to read that too at like later on and it like was it was garbage. It was like, all right. We didn't we didn't need this one too. Yeah, Peace Breaks Out. It, yeah, he wrote a Peace Breaks Out 22 years later. So it's like, all right. Somebody was somebody's uh royalty checks were drying up. Um but yeah, I remember liking that book. Uh, oh, this is what uh, this is what uh, uh, the the exchange between Lisa and mm-hmm. uh, Homer's mom. Although I hardly consider a separate piece the ninth grade level. Yeah, more like preschool. Ah, I see. I think ninth grade is probably around when we <laughs> read it. But like I rem- I legitimately remember. Uh, she says, "I hate John Knowles." <laughs> Me too. Yeah, this is funny. Um, um, Finney uh, 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 jostled the limb. Yes. Right? No, yeah. one of them jostled the limb, and Finney fell off and broke his leg. Yeah, I think it was Phineas fell off. Uh, yeah. It and Gene had jostled the leg. Gene. Gene had jostled the the branch that yeah. is. Um, but like I, I also legitimately remember like uh, like everybody kind of got into that book. Like I maybe I just had like good English classes, but um, but I remember it wasn't every book, but there were like a few books where it was like everybody's kind of into this book, and it was you know like uh, kind of cool. Yeah, that that book was cool. Yeah, that like energized my English class as well. Yeah, but like so that, take that Mona Simpson. Uh, Lisa Simpson. Hatchet, My Side of the Mountain, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, because we had a teacher who grew up in Canarsie and just mentioned it constantly while we were talking about it. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn was a pretty good book, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I remember- He would always tell us, this this teacher of ours, <laughs> Mr. Giordano, would always say, uh, you know, it, it's called The Tree Grows in Brooklyn, but what you know, it's a book about- <laughs> A girl growing in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, he also told us about how a tree grows in Brooklyn was just like his life uh, growing up in, in Canarsie, Brooklyn. And then he told this story about a time somebody pretend, somebody pushed him off a dock but like held his shirt so he didn't fall. And this guy, he could like barely get through the story. He was laughing so hard. It was like, oh, and like looking back on it now, it's like, oh, it's like the one time somebody like bullied him, but like as a joke and didn't like every other time they just pushed him off a pier. But that one time they were like, ah, you're all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what else? Um, uh, uh, I don't remember any of it. Catcher in the Rye. Stuff. I mean, you know, it's cliche, but like everybody was really into Catcher in the Rye at the time. Um, yeah. And and uh, uh, I find Holden Caulfield to be problematic, Tom. <laughs> well, 
that's you. All of us, we were like, this guy's great. He can do no wrong. <laughs> He's just like me. I love him. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there, there were good books for the most part. But yeah, The Hobbit was not. I can't really remember any kind of like fantasy or sci-fi being read. Uh, we yeah. ha- we had um, uh, two teachers that had us read. Um, oh, what was his name? Robert Cam- Mc- McCammon. M- McCammon, yeah, yeah. He wrote a book called A Boy's Life. Yeah, he wrote A Boy's and Life. Another one called Gone South. Yes, and we read those, and like those were kind of uh, like uh, dipped their toes into fantasy. Uh, a bit and he was he was like a horror writer i believe mostly like his, yeah his i remember recently i wanted to um i was looking for a book kind of like a boy's life like i wanted to yeah. read a book like that mm-hmm. um and i was like oh well, let's look up robert mccammon and like he just writes like um yeah horror or like weird like fantasy horror books too yeah like, i think he has series that are like really in depth and stuff it's like oh it's a weird author to teach in a suburban high school but i, I think that's what it was i think like we had teachers that read his books as like you know just like for enjoyment you know like page turner mm-hmm. type like pop and then he had these two books that I think were like more, a little more literary and a little more like, you know, geared towards children, appropriate for children. Yeah. Boy's I mean, Lifetime yeah, you know, won the 1991 Bram Stoker Award and the 1992 World Fantasy Award wow. for Best Novel. I mean, I remember loving that book. Yeah. When we, when we read that in school. Um yeah, I mean, I think he. I think he was. I don't. I don't think he's alive anymore, right? Um, I just, hard I just, to say. Nobody knows. <laughs> no, he's went, alive. I just went to search his name, and uh, it auto filled from my 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 last search. It was just a Robert Durst mugshot photo. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's he's uh, he's from Birmingham. Uh, say Birmingham. Birmingham. That's the way we say it down um, in Birmingham. He's uh he's turning seventy this year. Hey. Hey. We wish you well, Robert McCammon. Yeah, and Boys Life and Gone South came out. Uh, like they were like relatively new books when we were not new, but like they were way newer than anything else we had, we were reading in uh, high school. I feel like. Right. Like they had been published that decade at least. Yeah. Which was uh, which was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I got more into like the summer reading stuff because like the 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 those lists had like some Stephen King books, right. some Michael Crichton books. And yeah, that's they what, were kind of like I, we don't really that's care what fourteen year old Tim wanted. Yeah, like just read something. Yeah, I remember reading like any anything Crichton on there. I was like ah. And then I do remember being like, oh, I'm gonna read fucking Dracula. And then it not being what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Things, a lot of a lot of things like that. Yeah. Stuff that you think is cool is rarely cool. I mean Dracula was good when 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 we finally read it, but uh but yeah, it, it didn't have enough to hold my interest no, as a kid. Wasn't, um... It was cool, man. 
Oh, I mean, it was frustrating because it was like the whole time you're like, hey, buddy, this guy's goddamn Dracula. Start paying attention. Get the get the shit out of your ears. You know what book I've been thinking about that I read for this? That um, interview with a vampire. Um, yeah. It's it's been coming up a lot. I don't know. Maybe uh, well, maybe she it's she I died was recently by a vampire. Yeah, so that's that probably why. And I think they're I think they're maybe looking to adapt it again. Like they're going to do a, a series interview with a vampire. Well, I'm going to watch that. I'm well, nobody said you that. had to. Tom, uh, I know what you're thinking, and I don't feel like watching it. <laughs> they had already made a series about it. It looks like. Really? Oh no, that's the movie. <laughs> uh, it had Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd read that somewhere, but I can't find it now. Okay, this isn't important. Oh, though. AMC series interview with the vampire set as an AMC series. Yeah, they're. They, I guess AMC is becoming like because uh, they they mention here that they have. Uh, the Walking Dead and Nosferatu. Uh, they're, they're, it's going to be the 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 station the the go to destination for the undead. Yeah, it seems like it. They should put all these shows on in the middle of the night. Ooh. I do want to mention, even though it's not relevant to anything, I find it very funny that. Uh, God, you're going to get mad that I even bring that. I'm even wasting time with this. But that Andrew Lincoln left The Walking Dead. And it's like, but guess what? He's going to make three movies. And he has never made those movies. He just desperately. Who is Andrew Lincoln? He was like the main guy in The Walking Dead. But he was the guy that when he left, it seemed like they killed him. But then it was like, ah, he's not dead. Look. And they're like, guess what? We're going to have more movies with him. And during the interview like the after show interview, they're like, so what made you decide to leave the show? He's like, Oh, I've been trying to leave this show for years, but every time I do, they offer me more money (laughs) and it's just too much money to turn down. And finally they were like, well, all right, what if we make three movies with you? He's like, okay, sure. And it sounds like he had no intention of ever making those movies. Weird. You know what? If I had any kind of juice in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't throw it away. I'd be like, hey, yeah, just keep paying me more money. I'll do the zombie show till I die. I don't well, care. I think his problem was that he's English and like his his family was all in England and he was in Atlanta. Yeah, same thing. And, My family's and I all think in England it, and I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> I think it was that the show went on like way longer than he anticipated. So move your family to Atlanta. I don't think they. How hard is that? Tim, they maybe they were related to royalty. Maybe they weren't allowed to move. That's not true, is it? Harry look what and happen- Meghan moved. Yeah, look what happened to them. They basically been excommunicated. Nothing. Who cares? If I was royalty, I would just take like a very expensive dish and then hit the road. <laughs> I also and think I'd sell again that dish and I'd I'd, I'd fund my lifestyle. Till I, I died again. This is this isn't on topic at all. But I thought it was really stupid. Like Harry and Meghan put out a uh, a statement about Joe Rogan on Spotify because yeah. they have a deal with Spotify. It's like, yeah, you made that deal three years ago and you haven't done anything. <laughs> keep your <laughs> mouth shut. Just <laughs> keep cashing the checks. 
The Royals are really good at having a lot of money for not doing anything. Yeah. Just, and like, keep it up. Haven't you learned anything? The, you know, yeah. just, you don't have to come out. Nobody was expect. Nobody was like, well, Harry and Megan, they have that big podcast. They have to say something. It's like, no, they signed some deal years ago and probably had some like pay or pl- pay or play thing. They probably got paid regardless. Yeah. <sighs> oh, they just wanted a freaking everybody there just wanted a uh, a press release. Well, yeah, and it's like, guys, if you're if you're like, you know what, we're not going to work with them anymore. Sure, but it's like, well, we haven't worked with them yet, actually, but we're very <laughs> disappointed. But we will still work with them. All right, who cares? Tom, I have one question before we get into uh, the Hobbit. The Hobbit. Before um, we get back in the Hobbit, are you are you getting pumped? For for what? The movie? No. Oh, the end of the book? No. For what? Jackass you're Forever? Me- well that, yeah. <laughs> but uh you're you're gonna meet my baby. Oh yeah. In a mere couple of days, and next week you can give a baby report. Is uh-huh. the baby cute or am I full of shit? Right. And I and Tim, I plan on uh keeping up my journalistic integrity by reporting the I, truth to the people. You know what, Tom? I I insist that you do. That's how confident I am that you will walk away from this baby being like, that is a top five cute cutest baby I've ever seen in my life. Now, Tim, before I meet the baby, what are the guidelines on roughhousing? Roughhousing? Yeah. Oh, in this house, anything goes. <laughs> okay. The baby's how many months old? <laughs> Three months old. Okay. Well, yeah, they, they the head's still soft, yeah, right? Them, uh, look, Tom, I, I grew up soft, and I, re- I regret it. <laughs> oh, Tim, I would love nothing more than to be tasked with toughening up your boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm kidding. Don't Please don't go anywhere near my son. He'll be... <laughs> Um, there will be a, a glass partition between you and the boy at all times. Yeah, I I mentioned uh, uh, to my mom that, I, that I'm going to be meeting your son this weekend, and she was like, "Oh, that's great! Like you have so much experience with your niece. Like you change diapers and stuff." I'm like, "I'm not changing anybody's diaper. Get out of here!" <laughs> and also, be like, look, I'm not going to ask you to change his diaper, and please don't be like. Hey, yeah, get why I change this next one? Yeah, no. Well, and also, I was like, Mom, you're you're like grossly overestimating. Like, anytime I've had to change my niece's diaper, it's been out of absolute desperation that nobody <laughs> else has been there to do it, and I've done it badly. I, you know what? I'm pretty good at like wiping because I'm I'm like terrified of like a rash or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But like getting the diaper on, I'm like, I don't want to make it too tight. I don't want to make it too loose. That's something I feel like you got to get a feel for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Tom, don't worry. I'll teach you. <laughs> we can change uh, my son's diaper. Okay, I'll, I'll bring times. over a big package of diapers to practice. <laughs> Please with. do. We don't. We don't have any diapers, oddly. So that's why we're. We're asking you to come over. If you can pick up some diapers on the you way. You got to potty train that kid, Tim. Three months old, that's sick that he's not potty trained already. Tom, honestly, I want to start trying. Like, uh, I mean, it's fine. Diapers are cool. Um, they're wasteful. We <laughs> almost went down the the, uh, the reusable diaper 
rabbit hole path. Yeah. We then called it off, pulled the ripcord on that one. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Smartly. Well, well, and you, you got, uh, you got the business in our Patreon comments about, uh, diaper genies, people being like diaper <laughs> genies are a scam. Oh, really? I thought, I think I, the one thing that I saw was some guy being like, I don't think what you have is a diaper genie. And I think that guy's right. <laughs> oh, maybe that too. But there were other people in there. I think it's just like shaped like a diaper genie, but doesn't do anything that a there, diaper There were other people do. in there that were like those things. I mean, I think ultimately it's like a diaper genie is better than leaving it out <laughs> or probably right. like putting it in a garbage can. But the idea that like, and this is going to, you're not going to smell a single thing is like insane. Yeah. Human um, so, shit. Tom, when you come over and see this baby, uh, I'm sorry, but it's going to smell like uh, absolute shit here. That's fine. Usually smells like absolute shit here. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 used to that at places where you live. We haven't even been to it, Tom. We haven't. We don't. No, I haven't this... been to your new apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Well. No, I'm, I'm Tom, gonna get sorry, the, the 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 double whammy. Seeing what your new apartment that you moved into how many years ago now? <laughs> Almost two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, and the baby. Yeah. So Tom. I want, uh, I'd expect nothing but the utmost candor next week Uh when you give your baby report. What if the baby likes me more than you? You know what? What if he says his first word and it's Tom? (laughs) I'll just be like, oh, here he said Tim. And then I'll I'll (laughs) show you out very quickly. What if he says Tom Reynolds? (laughs) Well, all right, then that would be pretty impressive, <laughs> and I would fine. Then you can keep them. <laughs> <sighs> you're not. You're. You gotta stay at least like six feet away from the baby at all times. I mean, Tim, what if something happens to you guys? <laughs> we have. That's a thing. When you have a baby, they're just like you. Better write a will right away. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't want your because, and then you have to start talking about uh, if you die. Yeah. A lot. No, I'm I'm my niece's godfather and like I, you know, kind of thought about that as like, oh, it's just like a nice gesture. And then I was like legitimately thinking about it. I was like, oh fuck, yeah. Nobody else would take uh, you know, obviously people would like yeah. help out, but it's like, oh, I assume somebody could full time step in here and it's like, oh no, <laughs> that's what I'm expected to do. Yeah. And also and uh, I, I, a I horrible ran- thing has happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like also it's the worst circumstances possible. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so I ran out of the church once I once I learned that. Oh good. Smart. Yeah. Plus, uh, I bet you didn't know. Uh, you're like, uh, I don't want to get all wet. Did they dunk the Godfather too? <laughs> no, but I asked to be dunked. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to give me an old re up on the baptism. Give me a quick dunk in there. <laughs> and guess Tom? what, Tim? When they dunk me, I swallowed some of the water. So I'm oh. immortal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Hobbit, Tom. This is mm-hmm. the the thrilling conclusion of Bilbo Baggins' epic journey. Yeah, until Lord of the Rings, but he doesn't go on that journey. 
I don't think he's in Lord of the Rings. He's in Lord uh, of the... I'm telling you. He dies at the end of this, Tom. No, because he gives the other guy... uh, uh, Not the ring. Yeah. I don't know. He gives him advice or something. He's like, don't do do anything I wouldn't do. Right. Um, Who plays Bilbo Baggins? Uh, uh, Tim from the office? Martin Freeman, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who's a lot of fun. I like him a lot as an actor. I'm surprised he's not in. He's in. Did you watch Black Panther yet? Yeah. He's in Black Panther, but I feel like he's not in a lot of American stuff otherwise. Yeah. Do you know uh, the joke about Black Panther and the and the fact that uh, Martin Freeman's in it and uh, and also. um, um, uh, What's his name? Andy Serkis. Do you know the joke? What? What's the joke? Do you know the the joke that is that Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis are the two Tolkien white guys in Black Panther? Uh, That's a good joke. It is a pretty good joke. I like that. Yeah. Who made it? (laughs) Uh, I made it just now. You made it up? You made it up just now? Yeah, I made it up. I made it up just now while I was watching the movie. I was like, oh. Did you watch the movie yet? Two Tolkien white guys. What was that? Oh, no. You're talking about Black Panther? Uh, the movie? Black Are Panther. Black I was Panther watching... while we're doing this? <laughs> no, I wish. That'd be cool. Right, he Tom, was in, wait remember? a minute. Martin Freeman's in Boy Meets World? No. Boy Meets Girl. Oh, <laughs> Okay. It's like, what the fuck? Who would he have played in that? Like an English exchange student? Tom, can can we talk about The Hobbit now? Yeah, we can talk about that. I'm still going to... Can you... I'm going to just look at his IMDb to see what else he was in. Tom, you can do this next week when we talk about the movie. Oh, he was you in do Fargo. This every week. He was in Fargo. He was so good in Fargo. Remember the TV show? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Tom, you do this every week where like <laughs> I have to explain the book and you just, just zone out and look <laughs> and read stuff on your computer. Tom, if you don't want to do this, that's fine. We can do a different show. <laughs> I don't want to read these books and then explain the books to someone who's not going to like listen or react. I, hey, Tim, I'm listening. I'm reacting. Watch. Turn off, turn off your computer monitor. <sighs> What if an emergency happens? <laughs> Tom, do you remember uh, where we left off last week? Uh, he the he had stolen Smog's gold, or not his gold, something though, a cup. Yeah, Smog's favorite mug, yeah. and uh, and Smog was looking for him, and I forget if he found him or not. I don't think he found him. Remember, Smog went to. Um, the river town, I think it was called. Oh, and just like, yeah, burn the shit out of everyone, right? Yeah, but then that guy Bard mm-hmm. shot him and killed Smaug. But uh, the the whole uh, the whole town was like leveled and people died. So um, the humans from uh, wait, he shot him oh, with like a bow and arrow. Yeah. Okay, I was like, there are guns in the Hobbit. So the humans uh, were just like, oh, we got to go get some of this gold from. Uh, now yeah, that the that dwarves cave. got this from Smaug, and like we killed the dragon, so surely they'll give us some of it. Oh, right, this, like this yeah, this guy. 
Yeah. And then and the dwarf Thorin. was like, yeah, fuck you. It's ours. Yeah. And he's also trying to fig- find uh, this whole thing, uh, this thing called the Arkenstone. Uh-huh. This, this becomes a little like MCU style, right? Where it's like, <laughs> oh, we must get the Arkenstone. And that's, you know, like. Yeah, it's just like a MacGuffin. Like, we have yeah. to get this. Whatever. So um, the dwarves are like uh, camped out there and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, the humans are going to come and I think the elves are with them mm-hmm. and they're going to try to get some of the some of this treasure. Yeah. Fuck them. We're going to kill them. <laughs> uh, so there's like a standoff um, and Bilbo, he goes, uh, he goes uh, invisible. He puts the mm-hmm. ring on. Coward. He found the Arkenstone. Mm-hmm. Um. So he snuck over to the uh, the the humans and the mm-hmm. elves, and he's like, "Hey, guess what? It's me, Bilbo. Check it out. I got you this Arkenstone. Yeah. Now here's what you can do. You can go to Thorin, the main uh, dwarf that's like fucking yeah. everything up, and be like." I have the one thing you're looking for. Let's 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 use this to negotiate now. Yeah, let's stop. Um, yeah, exactly. And he'll get that, and then you just get a little bit of the the riches that you're looking for, and we all we all go home happy. And uh, and Thorin's not going to be like, "Hey, how'd you get that?" That was in the cave. Well, just you wait, Tom. Yeah. So anyway, Bilbo is like uh, more like bonehead baggins. Bill was like, I gotta go back to the gotta go back to the mountain now. And guess who uh shows up? Uh your favorite guy. Who's Captain favorite America. Guy? The Captain America <laughs> of the uh Hobbit and Lord of oh, the Rings. Oh, Gandalf. Gandalf shows up. Yeah. And he's just like, Hey, you did good, buddy. Like this is this was a smart thing to do. Yeah. Um and I applaud your bravery and uh your desire to uh solve this without bloodshed. So anyway, uh Oh, he's back. He was gone. But they came back to do that. Gandalf remember, was like Gandalf keeps just like leaving for a while. I remember that happens in Lord of the Rings too. Like he'll be like, Well, yeah. I have other things to attend to and then it's he's like got oh wizard no. stuff. We're all gonna die, and then he comes. And he's like, "You shall not pass." Right. He always comes in at the last second. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, I think it's the next day. Um. Bard. He's the. That's the human that killed. Um. Smaug. Mm-hmm. He has uh the Arkenstone, and uh, he's like, "Hey, uh, check it out. I got this." And Thorin, mm-hmm. is just like. You, you motherfucker. <laughs> Where did you get this? Yeah. And then he's like, Bilbo, you gave it to him. Blah, blah. And like Bilbo's like, yeah, I, I, I gave it to him. And guess what? I'll do it like, again. Uh, like, I did it so like we can we can move past this. Like, yeah, I was being yeah. diplomatic here. And let's let's all be reasonable here. And Thorne's like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> and like, I think like uh, almost almost uh, like goes to beat the shit out of him. But guess who comes? Gandalf. Yeah. And he's just like, look, man. Like, and, and does he just down. like uh hold hold his head while Thorin swings wildly? Yeah. yeah. For like fifteen full minutes. <laughs> wow. 
And the the book goes in real time. Right, of course. It's like Gandalf, much like Mo Howard himself held, held his head. There's no way to make a uh, a book go in real time, right? Because people read, read books at different, different. rates. Mm. Yeah, there's really you know not. What? I'm sure somebody's tried it. I think. Uh, in House of Leaves, they kind of did that with like when he started doing like one or two words on every page, and like, oh yeah, yeah, and it was like real suspenseful, but like also like because I bet people turn the pages at a similar clip. Yeah, I mean you can do an audio, on... you can do a real time audio book. Yeah, but then you know audio books aren't books. Tom, we've talked about this many times. <laughs> um. Whatever. Uh, Thorin's pissed off, but he gives like a, a little bit of the treasure enough uh, that makes uh, Bard and the humans happy and the elves. Um, and he gets his Arkenstone. Um, but then Thorin is also like, look, we got other dwarves coming here, like my family. Um, hopefully they can come like... Um, fucking kill these humans and and elves and, and get uh get our shit back. So Thorn just sucks. Yeah, um, way to be greedy. Like these these people deserve it, and also it sounds like there's plenty to go around. Exactly. Oh, and also, it sounds like I don't know. It's like the weird times, and uh, you know what the hell are you gonna buy with it anyway? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I guess they had like. You could buy, like, bread and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how much bread could he possibly buy? <laughs> uh, so the dwarves come, and they're all about to fight. There's about to be an epic battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gandalf is just like, guys, fucking hold on a second. Guess yeah. who's on their way? Goblins and wargs. Oh, that's the, that's the last thing you want to hear. So now the dwarves are on the side of the humans and the elves. Yeah. Because they got to fight off the goblins the, the, and the wargs. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. So it's like, it's, it's fucking crazy. Mm. Um, Bilbo's like kind of not participating so much. Right. Yeah. He's a real coward. He's not a coward. He's just like... Uh, yeah, he seems like he turns invisible at the drop of a hat. He's not <laughs> participating in the big battle. Nah, he he, he helps out. Um, basically, uh, it's not looking good for the dwarves, I guess. And Bilbo's like, oh, I gotta go help them out. And he goes there. Um, and then he's like, oh, wait. Are these eagles that I see? Hmm. Um, but then he gets knocked unconscious. <laughs> um, also, like, it's kind of weird. He gets knocked unconscious at, like, a pivotal moment, like, and then you just hear about what happened afterwards, right? <laughs> like, he wakes up, and then, Well, like, that's uh, what they say about stories, tell, don't show. <laughs> exactly. So he wakes up, and, like, it's over. And, like, he, found, uh, he, he finds out, like, oh, yeah, uh, they killed the goblins or whatever. Mm. Um, and, uh, I think Gandalf tells him, sorry, my, whatever, Gandalf tells him, like, oh, yeah, they, you know, the, the tides turned and the eagles mm. came and helped. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
eagles came out of nowhere um i mean i know that happens at like the end of lord of the rings like eagles come out of nowhere and like fly the the hobbits up to uh where they're going and and that was always like people always uh, joke like why didn't they just have the eagles fly them the whole way <laughs> uh spoiler alert tom well i don't really even remember it's like they need to get to the top of a mountain and the eagles do it well anyway thorin who had been fighting heroically by the way mm-hmm. um alongside the the humans and the the elves mm. um but also because like they wouldn't beat the fucking goblins without them like whatever yeah you can't um, beat goblins without without uh elves and humans helping you out he's dying tom who is and he is kind of uh, thorin oh okay yeah um and thorin's like look man you were right i'm sorry like um he says uh i didn't write it down something about like if we cared about like kindness and food and happiness oh, more fuck this guy the world would be a better place um well no he had a change of heart and then he dies yeah but he's like oh if we it's like no not we you <laughs> yeah i mean i'm par- paraphrasing <laughs> okay um yeah there's do you remember that guy bjorn he like Vaguely. was a bear kind of guy. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I remembered him, and then you said he was a bear kind of guy. <laughs> anyway, the, the, it's all wrapped up now. <laughs> this is <laughs> <laughs> everything just wraps up. It's pretty much, uh, you know, everybody's cool. Like the goblins and the other guys were killed. Uh, mm. Bard becomes uh, like the mayor of the town or whatever, Lake Town. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his treasure. They rebuild. Um, yeah, I think a few of the dwarves died, but like most of them are still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to Bjorn's house um, for a while. They hang out there. Um, and they just kind of walk back. Um, Bilbo and I think Gandalf. There's a couple people. They're walking back to where to Bilbo's house. They get there. Um, when he gets to his house, the other hobbits are like, "Well, Bilbo's been gone for a while. I guess he's dead. Let's auction off all his belongings." Oh, what a bunch of shit! <laughs> these hobbits are like kind of pieces of shit. Um, and Bilbo's like, "No, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here." Yeah, stop um, auctioning my belongings, please. Yeah, but the other hobbits are now just like. Oh, what hobbits are supposed to do we're supposed to sit around and like make merriment mm-hmm. and and not go on adventures and like not go on ad- adventures like yeah. dude you've changed mm-hmm. um so like bilbo is just kind of like eh, you know what i got all these other friends like dwarves come around now and like uh the wizards come around now like <laughs> he's got friends he's got it so he's just like look i'm not this like um world weary hobbit anymore that doesn't want adventure i still prefer to like stay home i'm right. a little bit more worldly the other hobbits don't like it but guess what i'm open-minded yeah. um and then he just like hangs out and that's the end of the book <laughs> so it so is the ultimate like theme and message like hey get out and see the world 
I think so. Yeah. And like, it's cool if you want to hang out at home, like, you know, but, but you should still like get out and see what's out there. Yeah. And life's richer if if you're doing other things and acting with, uh, kindness and compassion, you can have a positive effect on the world. Cause like this all wouldn't have gone this way if he hadn't been there. So like he, he made, and he did everything righteously and, uh, uh, you know, uh, helped people out. And then he came home, and he still got to live his comfortable life, and just with a new perspective, and a you know, a richer life. And he hung on to the ring, right? The one ring. I think so. I don't. Yeah, because I, don't remember I, I think he. I feel like he has that in Lord of the Rings, and he gives it to uh, Frodo. Is he the Lord of the Rings? Uh, I mean, at one point, I guess he is the Lord of the Rings, the Lord hmm. of the Ring. Lord of the Ring. That's what Lords it is. Lords of the Ring. It's Lords of the Ring. <laughs> That's what confused me. Tim, don't... Uh, look, I barely remember those movies as it is. Don't tell... <laughs> don't try and convince me. No, there were a few of them. <laughs> Just one ring, but a few lords. Um, Tom. Y- yeah. Uh, this book... Look. Mm-hmm. I... I'm uh, I'm becoming uh, a guy that uh, is like sentimental, and I think this is fatherhood, yeah. where it's just like all I want. Like I was like not sold on this book till I realized it was about like kindness um, and stuff, and I'm just like, well, that's a good message. Um, um, you know what? <laughs> you uh, know what? Uh, this is the best book I've ever read. <laughs> this might be my favorite book I've ever read, but it's about like uh, you know, like uh, being a good person and caring for others. And I think, I think the world could use a lot of that right now, Tom. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, this book and all the Lord of the Rings books have uh, have remained so popular because they have uh, protagonists that are you know. Uh, people can identify with and people can look up to, even though obviously like, you know, it's a hobbit. It's a little guy with big furry feet. It's not like, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, showing up, but Hey, you can look up to Arnold Schwarzenegger too. It's not a, it's not a binary decision. You can look up to both of them. (laughs) The world is richer for multiple. That's the message I want to put out there. (laughs) <laughs> look, you can look up to Bilbo Baggins, but you can still look up to Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not a big deal. Tom, we have a little bit of time. It's time to play the feud. Um, <laughs> top four enters on the board. Uh-huh. Um, tell me a ball that's smaller than a baseball. A golf ball. Number one answer, 70. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, oh, more. Um, no, no, that was it. <laughs> we don't have to. Ping, uh, let's see what else is there. Wh- Ring, ping pong ball. Ping, yeah, it was going to be my ball. next guess. Ring, what was the next one? Tennis ball. Uh, I yeah, I guess it's a little smaller than a baseball. Yeah. Um. There's one more. Mm-hmm. The number four answer. Only two people said it. Um. If you get it, I'll give you a hundred dollars. Wait, how, two, there's two more? No, there's one more. Uh-huh. It's the lowest answer on the board. Uh, only two people uh-huh. answered this. 
a pinball that's smaller than a baseball a pinball sorry tom what is it a gumball uh, let's oh, see Ping- they gumball. Ask 1950s children yeah they asked 1950 did i not tell you <laughs> we surveyed 1950s children <laughs> no you didn't tell me that that makes a lot no. more sense now yeah uh tim for next week we're gonna be i'm gonna be watching uh this uh super cut that uh this guy isaac uh posted about on our facebook group you can find it at isaac mizrahi uh maybe who knows no it's not isaac mizrahi but i don't want to mention his last name in case he wants some privacy um uh maple-films.com and then you, you scroll over to fan edits and then you go to downloads, it looks like. And that's and that's how you download this. It's a four hour cut of the three movies together. Uh, he recommended it. I believe some uh, one or two other people uh, watched it and they were like, oh, yeah, that's way better. So that's the one we're going to watch. Look, everybody go out and steal this film. Look, I'm not. Uh, look, maybe these people have all the right in the world to post this. Maybe they've licensed it. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> as long as you're a patron here, we'll we'll donate the money to <laughs> Peter Jackson this month. <laughs> I'm looking at the FAQ, and it says, "Are fan edits even legal?" And they've got a rock solid defense here, Tim. According to fanedit.org, fan edits have no right to, oh wait, have, <laughs> have no right to exist and no law to really forbid them. Oh, it's a gray zone. Okay. Uh, well, of course, fucking fanedit.org is going to say that. It is not the same thing as downloading an original movie, which is just stealing. There is the fair use argument that this allows one to be creative with copyrighted materials within limits. But obviously not. What are the limits here? And there is no money involved, which is the main reason for no criminal offenses. Nope, that's not how the law works. <laughs> fan editors do not intend... Uh, but at the same time, if you download my fan edit without owning the original, you are technically replacing the originals without ever having paid for them, which is wrong. So that's why I ask for you to own them first. At the end of the day, though, no one has ever been arrested for creating a fan edit for for having one in his or her collection yet. Just, I mean, everybody go out and buy the Hobbit special edition, deluxe edition on Blu-ray. Well, um, did I did I mention that I I did try and do this like uh, fairly legitimately, where I just like streamed them on HBO Max while I was asleep? Yeah, yeah. So do Whatever that. Gets you through the night, Tom. If, you, if you really feel bad, but yeah, otherwise that that's the version we're gonna watch. Um, you should give out your mom's HBO Max password. I'm not, to everybody no, because who wants then to do that. people won't be able to log in, Tim. Or me and you won't be able to log in. They'll oh, yeah, they'll take everything up. Yeah. No, oh, they got a uh, Star Wars uh, 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 Rogue One thing on here, Tim. Tim, uh, the 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 book of Boba Fett has finally gotten good on Disney Plus because it's okay. it, because it, it turned into the Mandalorian again. It just started being about the Mandalorian. It's great. Nice. Hey, I'm happy for you, Tom. Thank you. They brought back Luke Skywalker. They got better special effects now. It's very odd because it looks so realistic now. Yeah. 
not interested in it. Tom, I just don't like Star Wars. I didn't like Star Wars either, and I still kind of don't like Star Wars, but The Mandalorian, mwah, one of my favorite shows by far. You heard it here first, The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Another Tom? sponsored content. Uh, Tom? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to watch this Hobbit movie, but you'll watch it. Yes, um, and I'll report on whether what you, what you told me was true or not. Everybody, sound off in the comments. Is what Tom is doing wrong? <laughs> Morally wrong, ethically wrong, or legally wrong? Yeah. Well, yeah, weigh in on all of that. I mean, I gave out this website, this URL on audio, and if, if, if they take me to court, I can be like, no, I said marplefilms.com. What are you talking about? You want me to cut this part out? No, keep it in, Tim. Or you give away your defense? No, let them play it in court. No jail can hold me. That's what I want the whole court to hear. Thank you all for being patrons. We love you very much. Um, I wouldn't do what Tom says and commit uh, violations. You've been reading the book off a fucking PDF you downloaded. I bought it. You bought the PDF? Where? From PDF.com? Yeah, I bought it from PDF.org, Tom. Oh, okay. Well, if it's a .org, you know, like fanedit.org, then they have... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the proceeds go to the World Wildlife Foundation. (laughs) I thought they went to uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. (laughs) Wait, who have I been donating money to? (laughs) Uh, All right. uh, Hey, thanks again for being a patron. We will see you next week.